I actually think when Val Venus was castrated, it was a low point for the show. favorite podcast about professional wrestling it is the mid card mechanics uh i don't know why i did the intro with so much energy that was exhausting hi hi mark hey i'm gavin i'm mark and every week we do a show about professional we get around we are professional wrestling fans i think it's safe to say and it comes up in conversation, and so we sit down once a week uh, with you, our l- lovely audience. Hi, Rana, join Ryan, our two <laughs> listeners, uh, and we uh, talk about professional wrestling. Sort of. Sort of. But it's like, well, you'll see. And it's, you know, the parallels to real life. If you're new uh, to this uh, podcast and you don't watch professional wrestling and you somehow accidentally subscribe to the wrong podcast, I think you should keep listening. You don't have to watch it. Trust us. We'll let you know when you need to watch it. And the answer is, uh, well, only when AEW is doing something these days. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, What were we just talking about? We were talking about the trope of wrestling. Wrestling podcast. Who's on your wrestling mount rushmore yeah well we were talking about the founding fathers before oh yeah and if you've heard earlier episodes uh fuck our founding fathers (laughs) why gavin you might be asking like go on fucking wikipedia and read their whole articles (laughs) or you know books which then led to the question is thomas jefferson on mount rushmore and we got stuck on George Washington and, and George Washington and naming him OG Dub. Yeah, OG Dub, which would be a great wrestling name. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he's the OG W, but he's also old George Washington, so yeah. it works out. Twice. And, then, and then I I asked who um, who's on your wrestling Matt Rushmore? What? <laughs> yeah, and I uh, I didn't know about mine, but I jokingly said yours would be CM Punk, and then three more CM Punks, <laughs> and then I said it would be a spectrum of CM Punk throughout the ages, all of his gimmicks, and they all look exactly as, as the same. No, I I honestly don't care who's mine. It's just CM Punk, mm-hmm. and then just a Pepsi logo, <laughs> and then a pipe bomb. I don't have four. And then straight edge, like just a <laughs> fist with an X. I don't, you don't have four favorite all-time wrestlers that you would put on your no, Mount Rushmore. No, who cares? So it wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be like, let's see, okay, well, number one, Seth Rollins. <laughs> okay, well, that's interesting. Oh, no, no, it wouldn't be Seth Rollins. It would be like a clumsy, half-done Seth Rollins with a little tiny Seth Rollins up there chiseling his own face into it. <laughs> Like, I'm a top guy. Look at me. I deserve this. I earned this somehow. He's going to fight you. While John Mock, yeah, I'm sure. Like, uh, you want to compare paychecks? Oh, yeah. You make more money than I do. (laughs) But you're the one at the end of the day who still sucks. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, but you just have a wrestling podcast. Yeah, but I, it's, you know, I like it. (laughs) 
motherfucker. <laughs> no, oh, so he's definitely not. Um, no, but uh, the reason why the reason why I don't think I can say four is because my favorite wrestlers from my childhood have turned out to be shit bags of human beings. Right, and that brings me to my point about who's on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Like, when are these fuckers going to get canceled? <laughs> like, no one's going to put Hulk Hogan up on their Mount Rushmore. No one, okay. Um, Not no one. <laughs> there's plenty of people that would, would put him up there. But, okay, there's there, very few people will put uh, 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 Chris Benoit on their Mount Rushmore. Unless they're like... Dave Meltzer, who still says, like, he's one of the best that ever wrestled. Like, okay, yeah, but come on. Sometimes we just need to move on from some people and what they did, good and bad. Yeah. Ugh. So, like. So, no Chris Benoit. He's not going to be on your Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Yeah, no Hulk Hogan. No. No Hulk warrior. Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Jesus. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> warrior. Another one who the W. <sighs> That's Why, a what whole did he other... do? What did Warrior do? Yeah. Besides uh, all of the anti, uh, it was very. He was very homophobic. Oh Jesus. <laughs> what? Yeah, he like would give well, speeches that's not about. Surprising. No, what he would give speeches. Yes, about? you can go onto YouTube and find videos. <laughs> Of uh, Ultimate Warrior, or just Warrior, because he is a fucking lunatic who changed his legal name to Warrior, <laughs> would get paid to give speeches. Oh, he was. Why like, would people go? He was a crazy person. Pay a man who legally changed his name to Warrior because he used to be Ultimate Warrior in the eighties. <laughs> this all like this reverence for Warrior blew way the fuck out of proportion. He was a uh, he was a gross dude when he was alive. And at his, the one thing that I liked that he said at his Hall of Fame speech was he wanted a warrior award for every year somebody who works behind the scenes of WWE should get an award. Whether it's like somebody who's working in sound, a camera guy, a director, lighting. He said, because all these people work their asses off. Day in and day out for this company and get no recognition. And I want one of those people to get an award. And you can call it the Warrior Award. And But he was homophobic? Yeah. But I thought, like, well, that's kind of an interesting idea. Okay. Like the Warrior Award for the the crew that bring us wrestling every week. Like, all right. Okay. Fine. Uh, but, of course, the WWE turned it into something that uh, is far more marketable. That's yeah. all I'm gonna. As far as I'll go with that, but <laughs> but y- 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 everybody listening, you see what I mean, right? Ugh, fuckers. I, I'm kind of you. Kind of lost me. No, I got no. It's the Warrior Award. Like now, it's oh. Do you yeah? Do you not appreciate the Warrior Award? I think award? it's it's great, but they changed what it was supposed to be. Like to what? what Warrior wanted to. I uh, mean. The Warrior Award makes me fucking cry every time it's on TV. Don't get me wrong. like The intent behind it is awesome. But um, kind of attaching Ultimate Warrior's name to it is the gross part. Okay, yeah. So that's... <clears throat> no, like they should... What they're doing uh, for 
uh, like with Connor's cure and for the the pediatric uh, pediatric cancer is awesome. I think that putting Ultimate Warrior's name on it is um, ugh, that part sucks. I thought Connor's cure and the Warrior were were different things. Oh, they like to, to lump them together. What's the Warrior Award? Oh, right, they have like ah, oh, they do. I don't know <laughs> shit with fans. <laughs> all that touchy feely shit you know oh man i want my wrestling to be heartless is what i'm saying maybe we should just stop naming things after people yeah well that well that's the thing like so on the on mount rushmore can we like chisel someone off and put someone else on <laughs> well so we have og dub yeah there's og dub and lincoln uh t3 tj3 c3po I don't. I guess TJ three didn't work out. No, Thomas Jefferson, because he was the third president. Yeah, TJ three Jefferson 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 better than Shorty G. Better than Seth Rollins. <laughs> uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Uh huh. And then uh, Lincoln. Lincoln, who was some uh, some consider Lincoln to kind of just be a a bit of a dummy. That really? had yeah. an army five times the size of the Confederacy and um, a far superior economy and a far just an advantage in every which way possible. And it took mm-hmm. him over three years and tons of debt and tons of deaths to win the Civil War. Yeah, but he's on the penny. <laughs> <laughs> and the $5 bill. So they wouldn't put someone on there who was bad. I don't know. I heard that from somebody who's in uh, the Federalist Society. So maybe I shouldn't be repeating it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's always good to check your sources. (laughs) Wikipedia needs your help. They're funded on donations. So we should take We should remove Thomas Jefferson from the Mount Rushmore. Monument. I think it's time. I think, I think that. Uh, well, uh, my personal slogan is "fuck the founding fathers." They did. <laughs> they, did they did their work. I can, their time is done. I can read what's tattooed on your forehead. So yes, <laughs> and my neck. In case you didn't see it on the forehead, <laughs> they. Uh, they. You know. Good. Okay. Whatever. We have a thing now, but we're the ones who are in charge. We're the ones who are writing laws and making decisions, not them. They're a bunch of assholes who didn't bathe. Except Jefferson. Jefferson? Because he, oh, had, right. he had like 600 slaves. Oh, and they would bathe him, yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want to bring everybody down and talk about his slave child wife. Ugh. Yeah. Again, Wikipedia. Go check it out. It's not... Not great. Let's chisel him off, maybe. Like, okay, good on you for then. Let's put, I don't know. Barack Obama. Barack Obama in the Jefferson Memorial. Let's just watch the riots happen from. (laughs) Okay, too soon. (laughs) But 100 years from now, when all of us are dead and it's a whole new generation in charge, they'll say, maybe we should put up a statue to this guy. Could you imagine the uproar if anybody decided to put a statue up of Barack Obama 
Yeah, people suck. Like, you you agree, right? Like that would. Oh yeah, people, people would, be would furious. There over would that. be. I think it would. Oh, that would be interesting. It would really force America to take sides. Yeah. That could crack us in half. Like, there's only one reason to be against a statue of Barack Obama, even if you disagreed with everything he stood for as um, right as every 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 piece of policy he stood for. Even if you thought he was the worst president, there's only one reason why you should uh, you would think that he is not deserving of a statue. Being the first black man, right, to be elected as president, freely elected. Uh, there's only like, if that's not worth celebrating for you, there's only one reason why it's not worth it. And it's because you watch Fox news. <laughs> and, I mean, like, that's a great way to tell who gets kicked out of the country. Like, okay, great. Well then thank you for coming. Thank you for coming by and answering that question. Truthfully, if you'd like to step onto the party bus for cool folks, Get on board. Here's your red hat. <laughs> and we're going straight to Partyville. Which, which is, is across Florida. Yeah, Florida. And we will build a wall north of Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the panhandle. Oh, be perfect. And, you know, they can live there. They can do whatever they want. Do we need Florida? Don't worry about the environment. We can move. We can launch rockets from other places. We can launch them from <laughs> California. We we launched them from here in fucking Maryland. Has anybody thought to just offer them Florida? Holy shit. Say, look. Okay, okay. Florida. We'll give you naval protection. Trump would be the perfect president of Florida. Uh, no, king. Who? He would be a king. King, yes. King, king Trump. King, tr- <laughs> king Donald of Florida. <laughs> they wouldn't have to. Holy shit. And we would just say, look, okay, now now we can get on board with environmental stuff, and the damage that they cause is not going to amount to anything. So We can go to the sleek, brand-new Disney World built in Atlanta at the site of the 1996 <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> Holy shit, this is perfect. <laughs> Are we going to have to edit any of this out? No, because fuck Florida and fuck the Founding Fathers. Hey, let's talk <laughs> about wrestling. <laughs> Welcome to the Midcard Mechanics. If this is your first time listening, who boy, are you getting a good one? Uh, it took me a little bit to get warmed up. Yeah, we're there. We're there, brother. And it's only been 14 minutes. It's a record. I'm still adjusting to life. It is getting married is a lot of fucking work. No. Oh, yeah. Getting married is a lot of work. I've like. <laughs> The marriage so far hasn't been no, a that's, lot of work. Yeah, no, no. I, I meant the like the prep, the prep leading up to that day, oh. the pressure, the fucking ugh. Yeah, it's like the stuff of aneurysms. <laughs> Prepping for the wedding, yeah, and and that I know that uh, for for us uh, that it took me almost that whole week afterward at the honeymoon just to decompress, and it wasn't until like. Four days in that I think I finally felt like, oh, I can relax. Like my oh, my shoulders just like Yeah. That's how I was. Was it like too. that for you? I was having like nightmares about the about it. Oh. Like I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like I kept waking up and thinking that there was something to do. There was something that didn't happen that was supposed to be done, or we missed something. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, the day comes and it's just it's so 
awesome, and it's just over in a blur. The person that tied my bow tie needed to learn how to tie a bow tie better. <laughs> You're not going to name names? No. But I should have learned how to tie the damn bow tie, but <laughs> boy, did it look bad. Nobody, I never, nobody thought that. I didn't notice that anything wrong with your bow tie. I mean. Did you have uh, somebody repair it? No, I, I just said, fuck it. Like, I didn't care. I just, I didn't care. I knew it was jacked up. I, was just I didn't like, notice that. It was. <laughs> it was like. Did anybody say, did somebody say something to you? Yeah, a cat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's the one, uh, that's the one opinion that would have mattered. But I agreed too, but I was just like, I don't fucking have time to learn how to tie a bow tie. <laughs> it's 2019. <laughs> I should have, I sh- probably should have figured this out a long time ago. Probably should have figured it out when I bought the bow tie, but should have got it in a clip on like I did. I, yeah, or didn't the want pre-tied it to look tied bow. <laughs> I didn't want it to. I wanted it to look, uh, you know, like very sharp. Nice. Well, nailed it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> So speaking of howling and laughter, this past week... Speaking of nailing it. (laughs) This past week on SmackDown... um, (laughs) Excuse me. This fucking hazy, double hazy IPA that Monument made (laughs) for called Welcome to Cantown. We almost got to wrestling. (laughs) It's so good. This is good. Monument Brewing, you're not a sponsor, but you're from here in Baltimore, and God damn it, your beers are good. The best. They're better. Better than Union. They are. Union? Well, hold on. Union, so. That's right. Hold on. Union's my neighborhood. (laughs) Union is awesome, but Union is just slightly more aggressive than (sighs) everything Monument. What about Foxy? Foxy is great. So, Foxy's like my favorite fall beer. Union does have a a bigger variety than Monument, but Monument's younger. But mm-hmm. everything Monument They're does. still using glued on labels, I see. Hmm, that's <laughs> cute. Well, you know that uh, Union gets their cans all custom printed because they're doing a little bit more in the way of sales. <laughs> this four pack was 16 bucks. Guys like that only live in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> it was? Yeah. There's plenty of room for both of them. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I yeah, I'm not complaining that I have two amazing breweries in my city. Yeah, they're both great. Like I, would I mean, take, there's a lot more than just two amazing breweries, but these take, two are like yeah. my favorites. I could take Union over any other can, like any other yeah. beer in the store. If but if I see Monument and Peabody mm. Heights, Peabody Heights is oh, doing shit, amazing stuff. Fuck yeah! Actually, I, I maybe Peabody. Do Heights you remember when Brewers Art was our number one brewery? Yuck! I never liked Brewers Art. <sighs> Still don't. Resurrections, oh, I can't drink. Uh, I almost threw up because it, well, that, I've in my you, 20s, I think I threw up a lot of resurrection, <laughs> which is why I can't drink it anymore. It, I immediately my got body it. rejects it just on first sip, like, oh god, oh god, I forgot about that night. Like, horrible blackout memories start rushing back in, activated by the taste of resurrection. and. It tastes like a sock, <laughs> like a real sweaty gym sock. 
I just immediately got a taste of Van Gogh double espresso vodka when you mentioned Resurrection because Oof. that was about the same time when I moved here. Uh, it was my first year of law school. Mm-hmm. Was the same time that Van Gogh espresso vodka like made a a brief run in the uh, <laughs> in the bars. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Oh my god! It's it's espresso flavored vodka. Oh wait, maybe I have heard of this. <laughs> this and it good. tastes just like an espresso. This sounds like this sounds like trouble. And there's caffeine in it. And oh, shit. And, and it's vodkas, and it gets you really fucked up. Oh, it's like a Fort Loco for classy people. <laughs> no. Or like <laughs> a Fort Loco for first-year law students, more like. Oh, aspiring yeah. class acts. <laughs> so I would go, uh, you know. Uh, I always keep a bottle of this in my Beamer. <laughs> no, we walked everywhere. We didn't drive. But, you know, on nights that. Oh, excuse. Got to get those steps in. <laughs> on night when the class the next day was. You know, a late morning or early afternoon class, it was time to go out. And I was interested in supporting local beer. So that's when I would have like resurrection. That's when I tried it. Mm-hmm. But my one friend was also more interested in drinking a lot. So that's when I discovered Van Gogh espresso vodka because we would do shots of it. Ooh. In between, like, and. That's when I discovered, anyways. Sounds delicious. First year of law school was rough. <laughs> I remember I so I never drank until I went to college, and I remember my first weekend. Um, a buddy of mine from high school came to visit me, and we ended up at a party in a contest, a game that we called how many beers can you drink? And I drank 18. Oh God. (laughs) Yikes. So that set the tone for freshman year. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Like a fucking champ. (laughs) 18 years old. Were that they, body could that body could metabolize that shit. Were they natural lights? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Who knows? What's a beer? It's what was at the party. It was probably worse. <laughs> I got this uh, a, a friend of mine. Yeah, there was a uh, lot of. Or it was probably Natty Ice. Ugh. Yeah, late nineties, early two thousand staple. <laughs> a friend of mine in college could just. You could get a you could get a thirty pack. Uh, and all you would have to do is let some guy punch you in the face. That's how cheap it was. <laughs> this friend of mine in college, he um, he he could just beer bong so quickly, and he would oh hero. He could just like keep doing it all night, and mm-hmm. like I mean, he would get really drunk, but he would not stop, and yeah. he'd just be up the next morning, like ready to go. And he <laughs> is a pilot. By ready to go, do you mean ready to drink more or just fine? Just fine. So he's he's a pilot, and they had a rule. What does that guy's liver look like? <laughs> His poor kidneys. Well, he's he's fine. It it was like a you know it was just like college years, but he's he, got the kidneys of a twenty one year old. <laughs> no, literally, they're transplants. He would. Uh, so one time we 
just filled a beer bong with water because it was like he was fucked up. It was the night before a Michigan game. That is a fucking great way to get hydrated. <laughs> it was the night before. I've the- never thought to beer bong water. <laughs> well, it, he thought it was a beer. <laughs> of course. That's the only way you can get him to <laughs> drink his water. <laughs> so he uh, he took it down and he said, I'm the bong master. <laughs> and, and immediately passed out. <laughs> and we were just like, all oh, right. Night, night. <laughs> <laughs> so water is his kryptonite. Yeah, it's like we'll keep an eye on you. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then, someone makes sure he's breathing. Oh, you can. You don't need to block him off. We were we were so bad at checking in on our on each other after a night of that kind of ridiculous drinking. Yeah, like I don't know. Every couple of hours, let's walk in there and make sure he's still breathing. What? <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. Salisbury. Right? Yeah. Salisbury. Go Gulls. Oh, man. Yeah. It uh, was the Attitude Era. It was the Attitude Era. <laughs> it, it literally, we would, on Monday nights, watch Monday Night Raw during the Attitude Era. It was the worst. Now we're in this NIMBY PG era. Where people check in on each other. <laughs> now let's all hang out and drink two white claws and watch wrestling. <laughs> what is your dog doing? His face is completely in that shopping bag. I'm looking for French chocolat. <laughs> French chocolat. Someone got spoiled when his parents went to to France. Yes, they brought me back chocolat. Chocolat. That's. That's uh that's if it's French it's not poison, right? <laughs> no, it's mostly cacao. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's the worst part, right? You want the other way. You want it to be very, very milk. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh The oppo- opposite opposite. I, I can have y- y- local candy. Oh. Cause that's not the that's not the bad chocolate. <laughs> Did you bring him back Parisian dog treats? No. <laughs> no, we came he back. He wouldn't have appreciated it. <laughs> we came back with um, some Spanish olives, Ooh. which we'll have Sunday at the spaghetti dinner. <gasps> nice. Nice. Our niece. <laughs> niece. Nice friend, it's funny, and I saw you laugh at it this weekend, so you can't say it's not funny, Kat. Oh, yeah. Niece. niece. <laughs> uh, dear listener, get it? It's like niece France, and it's spelled nice. Listeners. Listeners. <laughs> Ronna Joy and Ryan are like, yeah, we get it. <laughs> Where's the dog right now? He's right here. Oh, is he being good? He's being niece. <laughs> Okay, boy. He's being an okay dog. <laughs> he is sort of hovering. I don't know what he's doing exactly. He's 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 strangely closest to me, but not looking at me, and that just has his head kind of under the table looking at you. Yeah. And now he knocked over a box. So that's he's he's up to stuff. Whose box is it? Oh, it's mine. It's fine. No. Woody. It's my uh, Pelican case that keeps all of my recording equipment real safe. So it's closed. It's fine. He can't, he can't hurt it. You know, Mark, those things are supposed to be bomb-proof. So if they're bomb-proof, I'm pretty, pretty sure they're going to be Woody-proof. Okay? Okay? So speaking of big dogs. <laughs> oh, no! 
<laughs> also, cheers. That was, that cheers. was very good. <laughs> Speaking of big dogs and whose yards they are. Uh, on SmackDown, what? Your keys were in the door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Good catch. laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Your keys were in the door. Huh. Hmm. Good thing no, uh, none of our listeners are robbers and know who are you, where you live. That's because I was walking in with uh, packages from because we're oh. still getting our gifts from the wedding. Oh, really? So yeah. I haven't what sh- a show off. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't shipped to my office. And anyways, God, oh uh, yeah, that's stupid. No, no, it's yeah. I um, can't believe I left my keys on the door. Oh, that yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> I saw them earlier, but I figured you knew what you were doing. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you, you what say to... anything. No, like the, your keys were in the door, and I'm like, oh, I guess like he's leaving that unlocked. I'm, it's his house. He knows what he's doing. I'm not going to point out his keys to him. I didn't realize you had no idea what you were doing. People have petitioned for guardianship over people for less. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume eh, it's probably fine. <laughs> Next time you see my keys in the door, okay. please say something. I will say something. <laughs> Is this does this happen often or with some relative frequency? No, that's the oh. first time that's ever happened. So what do I got to worry about? Don't make this my problem. <laughs> I don't need to worry about that. This is a one-off. <laughs> so speaking of big dogs, on, uh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> on SmackDown this past Friday, uh-huh. uh huh. I didn't watch it. America's Wrestling Show. I watched 90 seconds of this promo. Can I ask you one question before you start uh-huh. talking about SmackDown? Sure. I haven't seen SmackDown on Fox since the first episode. I've heard that there's a mascot. What? Is, is it like the NFL mas- robot mascot? I don't know. I've been hearing a lot about the the, the mascot. Well, um, that hasn't made it its way to Smackdown. my Twitter feed, so... Oh, I don't know. And I'm not going to seek it apparently, out. Yeah, apparently, like, the... Like, during football You know that robot yeah. mascot that's, like, a computer animated... Oh, does it come thing? out and do, like, the rock like there's bottom a suit. or something? No, they have, like, a somebody in a suit dressed as the robot from <laughs> football that's hanging out backstage at SmackDown. Boo. You didn't hear about this? <laughs> no. I'm not making a joke. This is a thing that Ugh. the WWE, a publicly traded company... They don't even have their own mascot, Mark. Anyway, the big dog. What did yep. he do? So King Corbin is in the ring. Who with, scoops the big dog's poop? <laughs> King with, Corbin. With Dolph Ziggler and... King uh, Baron. Robert, <laughs> Robert Roode. Uh-huh. Yeah, King Baron Corbin. Why? Bobby Roode was such a better name than Robert Roode. Yeah, it's... This is stupid. It is stupid. Everything is stupid, Mark. Um, and so uh-huh. King Corbin's calling out Roman Reigns. He's like, uh-huh. oh, you're a shell of a man. You used to be. I'm not a man. I'm a dog. I'm a big dog. <laughs> he says the ring is no longer Roman Reigns' yards. It, it's-, it's his kingdom. Oh, yeah? Well, how about now? <laughs> Unzip. <laughs> <laughs> so he's talking about Survivor Series and the SmackDown team and. Uh-huh. And Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode are like, we should be on that team instead of Shorty G and Mustafa Ali, who goes by Mustafa Ali again, not just Ali. Oh, really? 
So I've heard. I don't know. I hope so. I'm not going to fact check this. I'm only. <sighs> I'm basing this off of the 90 seconds I watched and Twitter. Uh-huh. So King Corbin then calls out the big dog and Roman Reigns' music hits. And out comes a big dog. What? A person dressed in a big dog mascot costume. You're you're pulling my leg. And this is a thing that no. And the music changed to like no. This is a dream you had. High pitched dog barking and stuff. And King Corbin is laughing in the ring. Are you making fun of me? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Oh, so Vince is making fun of me? So apparently, according to mm. WrestlingNews.co, yeah. what is a .co? What's the difference between a .co and a .com? Nobody knows. Nobody cares. <laughs> so WrestlingNews.co reported that Vince McMahon was apparently howling with laughter backstage and loved everything about the parody segment. Someone is a doddering old man. <laughs> Wait, what? The parody segment? Yeah, of them parodying uh, Roman Reigns with a oh. big dog mascot uniform costume. Because it's a big dog! Get it? <laughs> Is that the joke? Just howling with laughter. Let me just get this straight. So they said, cause, because... Roman Reigns, the professional wrestler, is commonly referred to and has referred to himself as the big dog. Uh, they had someone dress up in a furry costume of a big dog <laughs> and ran down to the ring. Uh, and the joke is, get it? It's a big dog. Now, I only know about furries through one episode of Entourage. No. <laughs> <laughs> so... so- I don't know what's more embarrassing for me to admit that I, I'm, I wasn't sure which <laughs> joke to make. <laughs> Do I go with the furry joke or the entourage fandom <laughs> joke? I watched every goddamn episode of that stupid fucking show. Was this during your first year of law school? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It was definitely around that time. <laughs> but it did it did it influence your decision to purchase a BMW? <laughs> No, the BMW influenced my decision to watch that show. Oh, I see. <laughs> so watching the show was buying into the lifestyle. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, my three series BMW. <laughs> fucking balling. I had seven. <laughs> I had the the sport edition, so it had nice. seventeen inch rims. Of course, it did. <laughs> that gets you there faster. <laughs> it definitely, it definitely makes the tire. So much smaller and more susceptible to puncture, ladies. <laughs> but man, when those rims were clean mm. and the tires had that shine, the shine on it on that one day a year, it was clean. Yep. <laughs> Just for the photos. <laughs> yeah, but it was still a three series. Ugh. Well, you're talking to someone who, for two years in college, drove his father's Saab 9000 Aero Turbo while his dad was out of the country. There's a certain word. Driving around Salisbury University, (laughs) pretending like it was his car. I'm just glad. So I don't have a whole lot of room. 
I'm just to like, make fun of you. Although, uh, apparently, uh, Woody does. <laughs> I'm just glad Jim Cornette's not here, because he would probably have something to say about that. That motherfucker. <laughs> he, he's, he's another guy who doesn't belong on Mount Rushmore. Lay down. Woody is very mad at Jim Cornette as well. <sighs> I wish he was. <laughs> 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 so Woody, so apparently on uh, Woody is very questionable. Oh, he, oh. especially with dogs. Well, he is wearing a little red baseball cap. Dogs of color are very. Off- <laughs> he's very offended by them. Really, <laughs> that is so weird. Your dog is so fucked up. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> there's this black dog that lives behind us. And when Woody sees him, like my like if he saw my dog, who he would lose black, his shit, right? So just this, black in color of black fur. It's his black lab that's about the size he is. Uh huh. Well, he's skinnier because you're fat. So he but at uh, least like blonde. <laughs> I'm not blonde. I'm light gray. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> you racist dog. But this black dog, like he, when Woody is sleeping on his his bed, our guest bed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's claimed the guest room and sees that dog from the window. He loses his shit. Really? He loses his fucking mind. <laughs> Whenever we're out front peeing in the yard, we are yeah. out front peeing. <laughs> okay, I just want to. Okay. And just had to acknowledge that. <laughs> and our the our neighbor walks mm-hmm. her dog out. He there can be twenty other dogs. He loses his shit when he sees that dog. That one dog. That one dog. We were at the dog park one day and there was literally like forty dogs there. She showed up with her dog. Uh-huh. And he ran to the, the gate where she was walking in and just lost his fucking mind. Why does he hate that dog? <laughs> Is it know. just that one dog? <laughs> Yes. What did that dog do to him? <laughs> My dog is that way, but with every dog. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that's that's almost less psychotic than him, though. My dog hates all other dogs. Well, I got her a, a muzzle just so I can run her around off leash and avoid you know, her biting the shit out of another dog. She's a street rat, isn't she? Oh, basically, yeah. As far as we know, the first year of her life, she was just chilling outside the streetcar museum down on Old Falls Road. Oh, poor thing. I know. Like, she was almost dead when they found her. And she comes up like, hey, guys, can I be your friend? They said this in the, the SPCA had the whole description of all these horrible things wrong with her. And it ended with very sweet. <laughs> So I wonder if maybe she like her brain didn't develop properly because she is so sweet to people. Yeah. But another dog comes around. She's like ready to fucking attack. Woody's just dumb. But once she gets to know dogs, she's fine. Like they'll kind of run around a little bit. But then she ends up biting a little too hard. Mm. But Woody's just dumb and hates this one dog. Well, he and and my sister's dog too, who's a black lab. So it's Black Labs. Yeah. Hmm. He hates Black Labs. So Woody, that's a little gross, dude. I think he'd be a Jim Cornette fan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for for those who haven't heard, what is it that Jim Cornette did? 
Well, uh, so Jim Cornette was color commentator on uh, NWA Power. With 17 R's. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know who Jim Cornette is, he's... Um, how do you say uh, a racist asshole? Well, remember he said he was going to piss on um, John Pritchett's... John uh, Pritchett? Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Pritchard's. <laughs> Bruce Prichard's grave. Sorry, this guy I went to college with. Bruce Prichard's grave. Yes, he can't, He hopes that he will outlive Bruce Prichard just so he can one day. Or is go it Vince Russo? Who cares? It could have been either one of them. Maybe it was Vince Russo. No, I thought it was Vince Russo. It was Vince Russo. You're right. Yeah, it was Vince Russo's grave. Right. That would make sense if it was Bruce Prichard. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's clearly. A gross human being and. Racist. Very racist. And uh, what I, surprises I, me is nobody caught that. They taped that in advance before putting it out on YouTube. Well, and also nobody caught that in 2017. He was recorded somewhere telling a story about a college show that he did once, and he just used the N word like what? 15 times in 2017. Yeah, and I mean was, it's not appropriate at any year, but. But he but he was using it in a way that he was he, literally calling somebody that word. He was telling a story about how he was calling somebody that word. Holy shit. A black wrestler. What a fucking gross piece of shit. Yeah, so he uh he, um this pa- so NWA Power uh-huh. has a right, weekly show on YouTube, that was right? Pronounced. Yes. <laughs> and yesterday NWA Power 47 hours had its uh, weekly show and um, Jim Cornette was uh, providing the America's color commentary. Um, a match between a wrestler named Trevor Murdoch and, uh, and Nick Aldis. We saw Nick Aldis at the Ring of Honor show that we went right. to. Yes. Great wrestler. Uh, Jim Cornette uh, putting over Trevor Murdoch uh, talking about Trevor Murdoch's toughness said... He's the only man I've ever known that can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. Holy shit, that's fucking gross. So, and then on Twitter, somebody who has a really funny Twitter account, actually, his, we follow him, it's uh, Art O'Donnell. He tweeted this video of Jim Cornette <laughs> calling like a Bob Backlund match in WCW like 25 years ago or WWF. Yeah. And he used the same fucking joke then. And I'm like, one, asshole. Like, fucking Jesus Christ, dude. <sighs> Two, Art O'Donnell pulled that one out fucking quick. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he must have remembered. Holy shit. Uh, what, was it during a pay-per-view? I don't know. But um, so. It's probably available on the network. <laughs> so Jim Cornette resigned today. Oh, from NWA Power. Power. Billy Corgan's Power. <laughs> so the Power Corgan Hour. Need I remind you that um, uh, Billy Corgan is the owner of NWA? No, I just reminded you. Oh, is that where you're going? Yes. Oh, I just <laughs> I don't know why I guessed that. And need I remind you We're, that we are on the, we are locked in on the same wavelength tonight. <laughs> Need I remind you that Billy Corgan has talked mad shit about Pearl Jam. Voice of an angel. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, he uh, was You and a- I, yeah, we 
well, let's he see went on. Um, <laughs> Alex Jones's. Now, is this just is this just your Pearl Jam bias showing? <laughs> He went on uh, Alex Jones's Infowars show. Oh no, he did. Yeah, and said said this. Um, we don't have the normal setup, so forgive the audio. Yeah, it's going to be even better. There's a wider range of information out there. I think we could agree that uh, intelligence is one thing, but street smarts is something that most people have. Oh, no. Most people, uh, you know, if they come from immigrant class like my family did. Um, they had to learn how to survive. And if survival in the modern world is understanding, you know, what the difference is between what we're being told and what we're actually finding when we get our paychecks and things like that, we have to go and seek out that information to, to deduce it. So I think a spiritual perspective on top of it, and when I say spiritual, I don't necessarily mean uh, a dogmatic spiritualism. I'm talking about uh, uh, earth age old tenants that you know, means something. Earth family age. means something. You talk all the time about how you've read these eugenicists and stuff, talking about breaking up the family and stuff like that. Well, I've seen that in my lifetime. I've seen where television has turned very anti-family. I mean, if, if you didn't believe in, in a what? single conspiracy in the world, if you just watch television like I have for 40 years, you've seen a very negative bias against families. Families are basically made fun of. Uh, men are emasculated on TV constantly. What what, where does that come from? Is that a cultural thing? Is there somebody predictively programming that? Is there an agenda behind that? Those are all serious questions to ask. So what? I think it be, would what? behoove you to open up into it an additional realm in the information that you seek. Which How can we kind of look at some of this information from a more... That's NWA power owner... Billy Corgan saying men are emasculated on TV constantly. No, much more calmly and deliberate. Men are emasculated on TV constantly. Where does that come from? Is it a cultural thing? Is there somebody predictably programming that? Is there an agenda behind that? Those are all serious questions to ask. So, uh, excuse me, um, where is my goddamn motherfucking drink? <laughs> I, have t- <laughs> I have two questions to ask. The first is, Wait, am I really high or is he really high? <laughs> That's the first question. <laughs> and the second was the second dumb joke is oh, so despite all of that rage, he's still just uh, don't yeah, don't sell that joke, please. I'm embarrassed of that. I should just I'll just sit here and quietly. <laughs> thinking about what I did. <sighs> All right. So, um, because, well, <clears throat> Joey Janela tweeted today. Ah! Joey Janela, the bad boy. Because all your rage, Jim will spend five minutes. I don't, I forgot the rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> so did Joey Janela when he wrote such a complicated tweet. What because, did he say? Because all your rage, Jim will spend five minutes in timeout like a rat in a cage. Tonight's original episode is lost and can never be saved. Uh, because all your rage, Jim will spend. No, it doesn't. It, Joey Janela. Joey, Joey, buddy. I get it. I get it. No. God damn it. I still like my joke about whether am I high or is he high. I think it's better than Joey Janela's joke. Joey, tweet me, and I will help ghostwrite your tweets for free. I mean, clearly he runs his own Twitter account because that's 
yeah, something that somebody yeah. has been thrown through a table. Hey guys, is this funny? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> all right, all right, that's that's good enough. Send. <laughs> so that is a smashing smashing pumpkin. I'm gonna staple a, a cigarette to my forehead. <laughs> that is smashing pumpkins. Frontman, lead pumpkin. <laughs> NWA power owner, Billy Corgan. Here is a question for you. Do you think that there is a, I'm pretty sure there's a non zero percent chance that he's a flat earther. (laughs) I'm not saying he is, but he could be. I wouldn't say he's definitely not. Like Barack Obama, definitely not a flat earther. Billy Corgan, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, he's definitely a flat earther. Ugh. Well, Chris Jericho. You just, I don't know, man. They're just asking some interesting questions. So we're like the literally the best. Um, podcast out there and Jericho yes, is obviously one of the best. That's why we have 25 listeners. <laughs> Jericho is one of the best uh, wrestlers out there. And right. Billy Corgan was a member of one of the better bands of the nineties. Um, Darcy got shafted. <laughs> so there's this, this certain level of, of genius that's circulating. That's common between us. Us uh, being me, you, and then Jericho and well, Billy hold Corgan. On. <laughs> <laughs> and despite all his rage, Jim Cornette will have to go over onto the other side of the room into his cage for five years while Joey Janela is the best number one A+. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Good right. one, Joey. We were one for two on that segment. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I was the swing and the miss. No, what? No. All right. That's debatable. <laughs> then maybe we were over two. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet us at Midcard Mechanic. Yeah. Tell us. Uh, leave off the last S. For swinging the miss. <laughs> Swings and misses. Oh, well. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Seth Rollins. Boo! <laughs> Why is that my gut instincts? Uh, tweeted um, after CM Punk made his debut on Fox Sports 1's. The surprise or on the new show this week? Backstage, whatever. Like, so he did his... It's called Backstage. Right. Not Backstage. Whatever. Backstage <laughs> with CM Punk on FS1. Whatever. And it's just CM Punk <laughs> sitting at a desk, and he's got a smoking jacket and a pipe, and he has a, my guest tonight, and it's like Masterpiece Theater, but he sits down <laughs> in these high-back leather chairs with a backdrop of just books, and they're all wrestling books. They're all like <laughs> Mick Foley's Have a Nice Day. And uh, he has just has a, a guest of the evening. The comedian Anthony Jeselnik does a show like that on Comedy Central. Oh, yeah? It shows, it's on Fridays. Does he have wrestlers on? No. Get comedians on, but it's really good. 
It's actually it's actually pretty entertaining because they talk. It's more of a personal. It's more of like a conversation as opposed to a set. Well, then I guess he just stole my idea. He traveled <laughs> into the future and listened to this podcast and went back in time. And I'm sure, so, I'm, I'm sure I'm somewhere in the special thanks, right? The part of Seki tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, this. I can't because it's Seth Rollins. Seth, this part of Eki <laughs> tweeted, "Fight me at CM Punk." So Seth Rollins tweeted that Punk didn't respond. Then Punk just tweeted from his account saying. It is weird trying to catch up on five plus years of wrestling. I'm doing what I can. There's bright spots, mostly women, from I can tell. Oh, I There's see. bad He's too. Flirting. <laughs> There's bad too. I'm going to talk about it, and no one is safe. Join us. So from that tweet, there's two different things to talk about. Yeah. Seth Rollins tweeted back, "Don't talk about me. Fight me. I'll catch you right up." Oh, Mr. Kayfabe over there. Ooh. <laughs> so Punk like didn't mention Seth Rollins in his tweet. He didn't at Tweet them or whatever that's called. Hey, me too, guys, right? Yay, <laughs> Seth forever. You're obviously going to talk about me. I'm the best wrestler there is right now. Fight me. <laughs> the fans think you're the best. Fight me. I'll show you who's the best. Fight me, bro. Paychecks. Look at this. You want to compare paychecks, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so, Renee Young. We are not Seth Marks, are we? <laughs> no. He's so good in the ring, but god damn it. Oh my god. Everything else about him takes away from that. Sucks. So um Renee Young is inter- she inter- I guess she interviewed CM Punk or it's during their banner segment. I don't know. I didn't watch the show. No, neither did I. It's not WWE programming, it's Fox programming, but it's not like that makes it any I better. I have a question for you because you have a CM Punk sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? My mother-in-law got that for me. Well, <laughs> that's a pretty good cover. How did she know to get it for you? Because my wife told her to get it for me. Well, she made a good choice. <laughs> um, but as a CM Punk fan, can you imagine a more anticlimactic way to introduce him? Just bring him... He's not being... like. Any drama that would have come from just the long silence of him never being around and having a show in Chicago, because it would always be in Chicago, all of a sudden his music hits. The pop that they would get, this is like taking away from that. It's like taking the wind out of those sails. I don't know, man. I still think that... Like if he showed up at Survivor Series and wrestled, would that Excuse me. be as surprising now? At this point, uh, his return would never have surprised me because it just kind of seems inevitable. Because that's what, once the chatter started on the dirt sheets, it's like, well, these carnies know what those carnies are thinking. (laughs) So, (laughs) true. I guess, so, oh, I see. So, like, you don't think that there there could have been a scenario where they just, like, let, they made a deal and said, okay, let's just cool it for a few months. Hmm. Well, and then we'll just have you show up. I guess I'm saying something slightly different. It's that the dirt sheets, 
I, I, I legitimized the dirt sheets. I should not have because they have just never stopped speculating about CM Punk returning. Well, Dave Meltzer is our New York Times of wrestling. <laughs> so because I... I, I get so much of my wrestling information from the dirt sheets or I get so much of so much signaling from the dirt sheets as to what's probably going to happen. Nothing surprises me anymore. Um, I guess the dirt sheets have really ruined wrestling maybe. for you. <laughs> no, because Vince McMahon sucks. You can adapt to the dirt sheets. Like, yeah. AEW. Or you can just not do business with Saudi Arabia in 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that weighs pretty heavily against them. Yeah, there's some big, <laughs> obvious first things you could point to. <laughs> so, um, so Seth uh, Seth tweeted. Seth responded to CM Punk's tweet and yada yada yada. Said, "I'm Seth Rollins, protecting the, the business. He's, he's he's revealing a company boy. <laughs> Their best company boy. Either protecting the business or revealing an insecurity. I don't know." So, um, Renee Young. That's not. It, it would be great if it was funny, but it's not funny. It's like, ugh. Yeah, nothing about him is funny. Hire a comedian to write your tweets. Except his name. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he 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 doesn't know how to write a joke because he doesn't have a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, I just read. Somebody... I'm not saying that he's a humorless piece of shit. Kurt, sentence. Kurt Angle gave an interview and said he's Wink. just the nicest guy on the roster and he's very easy to deal with and he's very generous. All right, Kurt, when you go out there and you just say that he's very easy <laughs> to get along with. God damn it. Genius. <laughs> Can't believe anything a carney says. I'll give you another I'll give you another I'll give you another thousand dollars. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, what do you think? There's no what do you think is going on. There's no laws requiring them to be honest. No. <laughs> what do you you can subpoena? Hold on. We're going to subpoena Kurt Angle and he has to come in and testify. Does he really think that about <laughs> Seth Rollins? Kurt Angle doesn't give a fuck. Just watching a traveling circus. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh god, just like the GOP right now. Yes. <laughs> Sadly. So um, CM Punk, <clears throat> he was asked a question by Renee Young. And she's also. Uh, I want to welcome Mark's dad, who now <laughs> listens to the podcast. I Mark, hope not, <laughs> Mister. Thank you for Jesus. You can't say my last name. Oh shit! Let me edit that out, <laughs> Mister Mark. Thank you for listening to this show. I mean, if people wanted to dox us, it would not be that fucking hard. But still. I don't well, like- we could trace it down to one of 25 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I read about this. Or no, John Oliver talks about an election that happened in a town where there were tw- like 33 voters and the results came back 21 to 10 against these two people that were running for like the county council. But because they knew the 21 people that voted for them, they knew the election results were wrong. And so they challenged it and they won on like a judicial challenge. Oh shit. Yeah. So, um, that would be like figuring out who would dox us from our nice. <laughs> listeners. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're on notice. We know two of you for sure. 
<laughs> you know who it's not? Anybody who went on your bachelor trip. <laughs> you guys listen to the show? Well, when you started, we heard an episode. We're 58 episodes deep, dude. <laughs> You've got a lot of catching up to do. Well, it could be you, because you listen. Oh, All right, listen. I'm... I'm one of them, and you listen to them. So we know four. <laughs> so we really only have 21 listeners. Now I know what it's like to be on the indie circuit. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> Just grinding, grinding away. You guys are listening to us before we were cool. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shit. I guess I never really just thought that Vince would just tell them all to still just put people over. Oh, you're doing an interview? Why not? Of course he does. He has complete control. It's his empire. If Kurt Angle was smart, he would have a contract with WWE where he had to put over people. Yeah, if only he was smart. (laughs) Every time, like, if he did an interview and Mm -hmm. put somebody over, he got paid. Yeah. That'd be worth, like... Five grand. Yeah. Yeah. And for like a podcast with like a thousand listeners. I mean, for me, if I was Kurt Angle, I'd charge more. <laughs> yeah, I'll put them over. That's always a ten grand price tag. Oh, there's no way they're paying Kurt Angle five grand to put over no. Seth Rollins on some random podcast. There will be catering, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, from Jimmy Johns. Right. There's going to be unlimited Jimmy Johns. <laughs> Asterisk. Oh, until J- b- until the show starts. Jimmy. And then the John. Jimmy John gets cut off. He's a big game hunter, apparently. Jimmy John? Yep. So There's an actual Jimmy John? Yep. Fuck I him. always just saw that restaurant and thought, ah, it's the restaurant from uh, Brock Lesnar's butt. <laughs> I got into a Jimmy John phase. I really liked it. Really? I've never seen a Jimmy John's. Well, there was one in Canton, then there was one in oh. Harbor East, and they both shut down recently. Mm. Could have had something to do with him uh, shooting an elephant. Oh, fuck. Really? Or it could have just been a coincidence. Either way, I don't. He's not going to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I won't eat Jimmy John's anymore. So CM Punk said what about. What were they known for? Like making like man beef sandwiches for men only? Su- no, it was super quick. <laughs> it was like super, super quick. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Which was probably awful for the environment because like every cut of meat had its own like deli layer of like deli paper. So they could like. Quickly assemble a sandwich. Oh, like, that sounds weird. No, it's not weird. It was just uh, cool. A ton of prep would have to go into oh. this to make it like. And they didn't serve elephant. No, that's weird. Roast beef, no ele- elephant that you know of. But they had um, they had this really good like turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayo, and I would get hot peppers and pickles on it. And but no longer. It was really fucking good, but yeah, and the bread was. I like the bread. I mean, elephant bread. A lot, <laughs> a lot better than Subway. Subway is yuck. You know what's really good is Jersey Mike's. And as far as I know, Mike has not shot an elephant or molested children like Jared. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Too. I know. So like, no, no one's ever like Subway's the bottom of the barrel now because <laughs> yeah. of that fucking ass, that fucking monster. I don't even like at that point. Subway's a like, goddamn it. You just sort of rebranded completely. Like, fuck, Jared has just sunk the whole ship. Let's come back as, I don't know, like not molester sandwiches. I'll go to 7-Eleven and buy two bags of cashews and a banana and have that as a meal before I'll go to Subway. Yeah. Ugh, Subway is terrible. 
breads like a soggy Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> and the service is awful. Yeah. Don't worry, sir. All of our sandwiches are pre-coughed into. <laughs> Their roast beef is, is green. It has a neon green tint Subway, to it. green beef. <laughs> it's, well, Mark, it says sell by, not use by. <laughs> it's like the preservatives. They have this like... Really? It's like the uh, northern lights of preservatives. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and they're like certain... At certain angles of the fluorescent lighting that's in the subway, you can see the neon green sheen that the roast beef has. Subway, get a $5 foot long ever beef. (laughs) It lasts forever. (laughs) Comes out the way it goes in Subway. Yeah. They're not going to sponsor us, are they? I wouldn't accept it. No. I fuck. I have a good job. I don't fucking need Subway. And not Jimmy John's either, right? Nope. But Mike's? What was it? Mike, Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. Ah, they're a corporation, so they've probably done fucked up shit, too. Probably. Uh, if, I think, like... Falls Road Deli. <laughs> You're it. You're up next. Yeah. Deep Pasquale's. If we got that. Oh. We landed Deep Pasquale's. Yeah. yeah. I would... Google what they are. Oh, dude. And try them. Highland Town. Um, it's uh, an Italian deli. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, their sandwiches are good. Their bread is amazing. Let's walk over there afterward and ask them if they'll sponsor us. <laughs> like, hey, you guys like wrestling podcasts? They no. close at six. And before you say no, oh, sorry. I've been going there for as long as I've lived in Baltimore. So for almost 12 years now, I've. I frequent D Pasquale's. Nice. I, I'd say nice. At, <laughs> at least once a month, if not more regularly, I go there. Really? Yeah. Um, and here I was all about like uh, Ribaldi's pizza. Oh, D Pasquale's pizza is amazing oh, really? too. Do it's they, a, do they Postmates? Uh, Grubhub. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't All the know. way up to Hamden? I don't know. You'll Ooh. have to find out. And their, their, oh my God, their sandwiches are so fucking, their lasagna is the best store lasagna I've ever had. Really? It's it, the only, I mean, I have to say my family's lasagna is better. Right now that your dad's listening. <laughs> and because it is better, but their lasagna. Wink. <laughs> no, I, yeah, of course it is. It's better than lasagna I had in Italy. What? It's really fucking good. What? And uh, their selection of like meats and then like the prepare stuff. Like they have like a, a lot of olives. Dude, I'm getting really olives. hungry right now. <laughs> I know, me too. We haven't eaten dinner yet? No. Uh, yeah, their pizza. Yeah. So d Qualities, if we could land them as a sponsor, I'd probably start acting like Seth Rollins because I think <laughs> that's shit. Or uh, Kurt Angle. <laughs> um, they don't even need to pay me for me. I know, obviously. So Deep Pasquale's, look for them on uh, Grubhub or, or whatever it is Mark said. So Renee Young asked Seth what, uh, or asked um, Punk what Seth needs to do to get his edge back. You know, wh- oh, he- so this was on uh, CM Punk's first full episode yeah. of WWE Backstage yeah. on yeah. FS1. Okay. What, what is he missing right now? And Punk came in and said, um, I would like to remain uh, my journalistic integrity to be intact. This isn't the show where you come on and shoot your little angles. Uh, Seth needs to stop tweeting and realize that sometimes it's better to be viewed at as the fool 
when you shut your mouth <laughs> than when you open your mouth and remove all doubt. So he, CM Punk is better on Twitter than, than Seth Rollins for sure. Fucking definitely better on the mic too. Yeah, like great. Uh, you know, fucking that dude. That dude can fucking talk. Well, he's a lot smarter than Seth Rollins, also. <laughs> Just why does he have to be such an asshole? So then, um, most smart people are. I mean, look at you and me. <laughs> <laughs> So Renee Young interviewed him on this episode, I guess, and he said, wrestling and what I'm doing now are two completely different things. I do not work with, have any kind of relationship with, have talked to anybody in WWE. This is strictly a me and Fox thing, and I think that's a very interesting dynamic. Fuck, no. Are you kidding me? Are you telling me Vince McMahon has doesn't have final say over what goes on the WWE show on FS1? Right, That uh, whose host consists of Booker T, Renee Young, and Paige. Yeah. Who are all employed by the WWE. Right. Yeah. <laughs> go out there and, no, all right, here's what you're going to do, damn it. You're going to go out there and you're going to say that you're only, it's a deal between you and Fox. And this has nothing. To, yeah. Don't fucking believe that shit. That's good shit. <laughs> you're right. Fucking Vince's fingerprints all over it. Can't trust the carny. No. So uh, here I am, someone who is not employed by WWE, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Not employed by WWE to be on this WWE commercial on FS1. And let's get down to it. I get it's to... nothing more than a commercial for WWE. <laughs> like that. Let's get that out of the way. I get to criticize the product, and that's something I've always integrity. done. I think that's what made me popular. About a return to the ring, he said, regardless of what my answer is, there's somebody that's always going to be upset with you. Excuse me. As I've stated, I work for Fox. I haven't talked to anybody in WWE. It's nothing that I'm actively pursuing or interested in, but I'm 41, and I've lived an experienced life where I know not to say no, but that's going to be a bridge. Say that you haven't talked to us in forever. That is going to have to be built, and it might take as long as building the Great Wall of China because there are some hurdles there. Stretch for time. It took 2,000 years to build the Great Wall of China. I bet Punk's back at Mania. I bet he's back at Survivor Series on Sunday in (laughs) Chicago. He also said he really likes NXT and has always been... They have no idea what they're fucking doing with Survivor Series. This is exactly what they could do to save it. And he's always considered himself an indie guy. Uh Uh-huh. Which is an interesting comment because apparently Tony Khan offered him a boatload of money to sign with AEW and he turned it down. Yeah. I have to go pee pee. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. So, what if? Okay, so um, yeah, so Tony Khan apparently offered a bunch of money to CM Punk, and CM Punk turned it down. Yeah, and I think the Young Bucks even alluded to that on Twitter at one point. Yeah, so think about that. Uh, that could easily mean that. Oh, you're not a, not a not a fan of Punk going to AEW, buddy. <laughs> He's weighing. He was weighing his options, and he thought, hmm, that's what AEW offered me. I could probably get twice that from WWE. And hmm. maybe what he's thinking now is, oh, shit, I haven't watched wrestling <laughs> in five fucking years. <laughs> Which he made pretty clear at the last StarCast. Yeah. And so I should probably fucking figure out who the fucking best wrestlers are right now. 
and who I could have the best match with. And but then, this is a show about WWE. Yeah, it was joke. He was like saying, um, "No one's off limits," but he's not going to talk about AEW. Oh yeah, of course not. I mean, he's means no one within WWE's off limits. Yeah, he just added Tony Khan. Well, Tony Khan was not probably probably a boatload of money for Tony Khan. Yeah, and for wrestling is probably not what he wants. He probably wants money like what Tyson Fury got. Tyson Fury got fifteen million. Jesus. For a fucking match with Braun Strowman in Saudi Arabia? Ugh. Oh, he wants he wants that Saudi money. I mean, if he's going to go back, like, why not go for everything? Hmm. And so, like, is he worth that? I think the answer is no. Well, what if it was is Tyson Fury worth that? I think the answer oh, is God, also no. no. But what if it was I don't know, like, uh, <clears throat> something like a, fifteen million. It's yeah. like what Jim Carrey would get for a movie at his height. <laughs> <laughs> so what if, um, I don't know, what if it was like Adam Cole? Or what if it was, you know, like Tommaso Ciampa or Johnny Gargano? Or, I mean, like, who are some wrestlers that you would really want to see punk wrestle? Because there's, Kenny Omega. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> Who else would you want to see him wrestle more than Kenny Omega? Fuck. Um, probably not many people in WWE other than maybe AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe so, Samoa Joe. Yeah, that would be fucking sweet. But, but that would be my top three, I think. KO. KO. Yeah. Not Seth Rollins, though. He is not no. on my CM Punk Mount Rushmore fantasy <laughs> no. booking list. No, it's, it's Kenny Omega. What is your dog doing? Hear he a has lot of a dish licking? towel. He has a dish towel. I thought there might have been some food on it. I did a touch him. Oh, he's coming over here. I don't have any dish towels for you, buddy, but you want to say something? <laughs> Just a lot of rubbing his nose on my uh, microphone. Hi, hi, good dog. So um, so what if Punk like then uses that show, that stupid show, to start a program, but it's in like a... Much more like sports huh. presentation way. Well, I mean, if they if they think that far ahead, <laughs> that would involve some planning. That would bring me back into it, but him just showing up at Survivor Series and like I don't know, rushing in and attacking Bray Wyatt. Or hey, I'm here. Attacking Brock Lesnar. It's like they're purposefully trying to remove that pop. Like, how can we make his comeback be as? disappointing as possible it's dumb i got i think i got i don't know what they're out. doing so oh, you gotta take him out yeah well pause it oh yeah sure here's another seamless transition and we're back so mark it really sounds like uh this whole cm punk thing really landed like a cm plunk <laughs> jesus christ I wrote that down. I under I underlined the word plunk. <laughs> so yeah, I, I wrote that joke during the break. Oh boy, <laughs> I am way. I should not be proud of that, but I am. The uh, the CM Punk tweet. Also, That's the episode title, by the way. <laughs> I'm not proud of that. No, CM Plunk. <laughs> As you were saying. So, um, Woody. Woody, stop it. Sorry, my bad. My dog is bad. 
So did he just growl at you for yelling at him? <laughs> Probably. It was like a grumble. You go, <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, that that tweet from CM Punk, uh, where he said, um, "There's bright spot, mostly women, from what I could tell. There's bad too. No one is safe." Right. And he uh, he did a at. A bunch of people, including Tony Khan. No one is safe. Sounds like a plane full of wrestlers in Saudi Arabia. Good one, Tony. <laughs> I liked it. Then Randy Orton replied, what's oh, that whole thing about glass houses and stones and links to this article about Khan being investigated for fraud? Right. To which Tony Khan replied, I thought you tagged me. I thought you only tagged me in your post when you were grasping for leverage. Oh. That article is over a year old, and it is about baseless claims made about my dad years ago. That's the best you can do. Nothing. Meanwhile, in the time since that was written, you used the N-word on Twitch. I didn't know that he did that. (laughs) And I found out, yes, he did. Yes, there's plenty of videos of it. And yes, it was recently. Oh, my God. What an asshole. (laughs) Yikes. That lit Twitter on fire. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Anyways. So wow. NXT. Oh, yeah. Mark, well, I have a question for you. All right, but hurry. I'm hungry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have one. Let me see if I have any more jokes I need to read. <laughs> uh, air quotes around the word jokes. Uh, no, I don't. I have. Oh, I have one question for you. Okay. Let me, let me, uh, let me, let's end the episode with this. Do you think is NXT getting ruined by the main roster? Oh, that's is Vince has his are his fingers finally into NXT? So that's a good question. I've I've read on the dirt sheets that NXT is signed. Oh, actually, this is even worse than that in Twitter comments. Oh no, you have to hold the microphone closer to your mouth. Sorry, that you're I, <laughs> you're you're co-hosting a podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I forgot where I was. No, NXT being taken no, over so, by the main roster. So um, apparently... You were in the Twitter comments. Yeah, there's rumblings in the Twitter comments that wrestlers... <laughs> a, it's a dark place. <laughs> that wrestlers are unhappy and that NXT is just signing people up with no plan on what to do with them just so even like emerging talent doesn't get... Um, doesn't end up at AEW. Like, it sounds like tonight... Well, it might be happening even right now. I'm not wearing a watch. I don't yeah, know what time it, it is. is. Uh, that the whole main roster could be all over <laughs> NXT, and they just have three main roster shows now. Yeah, and so then you add the main roster talent showing up, and like Finn Balor's back in NXT, Kevin right. Owens might be back in NXT. Right, it's going to push new talent out. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, well, damn. Like, it's awesome seeing Finn Balor back in NXT because I'm excited because the main roster sucks, and those wrestlers should be in in an environment where they're um, set up to succeed um, and they're just not. So it's exciting seeing them in that environment again. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you're kind of a, like eliminating the whole purpose of NXT, right? Like the main roster could also be NXT. It was the thing that made NXT special. Yeah, is you can make the main roster like that, right? Instead of just ruining NXT, learn from NXT instead of you know. Spilling your own sewage all over it. 
<laughs> it's like remember when uh, Steve Austin came down with the beer truck. It's it's like the main roster rolls into NXT with a truck full of sewage, <laughs> and just but they miss the ring. They just spray it directly in all the fans' faces. All of those cheering <laughs> diehard Izzy, that cute little girl who loved Bailey, just a it's like a fire hose full of sewage straight to her face. <laughs> That's what I see when the main roster comes and pollutes NXT. And and I wonder if it's just Vince panicking, seeing uh, AEW get slightly more, 100,000 more people in the, in the ratings. Yeah, but not if NXT's purpose is to just dry up the talent pool of wrestlers. I don't know what's going on. But it's, it's kind of like, oh, God, my worst fear is about NXT being on network TV are coming true much faster than I had feared. Eh, who cares? I don't know. I just want to see Adam Cole at NXT. I mean, I'm, at AEW. Oh, God. There's too much wrestling. I'm sure they're being paid uh, well. I'm sure they're making more money now than they were before AEW. Oh, yeah. But who knows? I don't know. It's, it's so exhausting to think about. Yeah. Anyway, let's send out that note. <laughs> Just like the impeachment. Inquiry. I know, and and the debates don't even start for an hour. Ugh. Ew. I, I don't know. want to watch a debate. Is Bloomberg going to be on it? No. What about Deval Patrick? I want to hear what they have to say. I do too, but they should have fucking gotten the whatever requirements. I don't know. I need to go to the bar in my neighborhood where they're doing a viewing show just so I can hate drink. They don't need to act like there's rules to this. Well, what stipulation? It's like wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and the stipulations will be forgotten about next year. Yeah. Just be like, look, this is who you guys need to hear from. And we're going to exercise right. some reasonable judgment. And Mark, be like, we have 15 seconds left. Sum up all of the storylines going into Survivor Series. Go. Uh, it's going to be... Um, dis- it's going to be a disjointed affair. <laughs> How much more do I need to say? I haven't filled the 15 seconds yet. And 15 seconds. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> this has been another flawless episode of... I don't know. I can't put over something I know nothing about. Survivors. I'm coming over back here to your house to watch it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, be, we'll learn it together. Yeah. And probably end up watching Silicon Valley. Oh, is it coming back? Oh, yeah. Season six is... <gasps> I got some catching up to do. It's it's pretty funny, man. Yeah, I know. I lived it. I there's a there's a character. Her name is Gwart, and I want to know if she if you've met anybody that is like her. Hmm. So you you need to watch it. Okay. And it's uh it's funny as as it always is. All right. So it sounds like I need to put this podcast on pause and go watch <laughs> all of last season of Silicon Valley and get caught up. Oh, you're a season behind? I'm only yeah, I'm a season behind. Oh. Well the good news is it's thirty minutes and it's like eight episode season. Oh, I know. I've I've binge watched my way this far. <laughs> you could be caught up in like two nights. I can do it in one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. If it's Friday. Yeah. Uh four hours of Silicon Valley, I don't know. A lot of No, I need to mainline it. A lot of like last second discovery of a different route for the business. <laughs> Enough. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, is that what they're leaning on these days? Well, no, it's um, it's there are there are some differences with oh, some I of the characters. Wait. Okay, I'll yeah. watch it. Well, don't spoil it for the listeners. <laughs> like we do with Barry and uh, Better Call Saul. I feel like. Uh, Have you watched El Camino yet? Oh shit! I forgot about that. Oh, Jesus. I started watching. You, get, you have a whole wedding was, to plan, and all of a sudden your TV habits just go out the window. That was single mark. Single, single mark. <laughs> single mark was rewatching Breaking Bad. Right to when get he had, to El Camino. I'm in the middle of season two mm. of Breaking Bad, and that show is so good. I could binge watch that. I shit. need to rewatch that. Whew. It's good. Okay. It's really good. You're already at season two. Okay, I need to catch up. Like halfway through. Fuck. Okay. Season one is really short. It's like seven episodes. We should start a separate Breaking Bad podcast where we rewatch it and we do an episode for each episode. I'm sure the people would love that. The people? <laughs> we don't even need to, like, we can just hold the microphones up. They don't need to be plugged into anything. What do you think Breaking Bad Twitter is like? I don't know. Wrestle, wrestling Twitter is toxic and disgusting. <laughs> I think we would get a lot more listeners <laughs> if we did a Breaking Bad rewatch podcast. Yeah, probably. Once a week, we'd get together, watch one episode, and then record a one-hour episode about that episode. I could do that. We'll because call the, the episodes are only like 40 minutes long. We'll call it the Breaking Bad Bros. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, working title. That's the entourage. Podcast. <laughs> oh God, that show is Breaking Bad Buddies. <laughs> Someone's probably already done that. Oh, that's the God. thing that's so infuriating. Fear- There's at least fifty Breaking Bad podcasts. Yeah, if I go and Google Breaking Bad Buddies, I'm like, oh yeah, oh God, they have two hundred thousand listeners. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's go get some fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See him plunk. It's horse time. The WrestleMania equivalent pay-per-view live from Jeddah.